Hey guys, welcome back to 5nothing100nothing.com. I am Fug It, the fittest underdog guru using intelligent tactics, getting fitter every day. All right, guys, check it out. You know the old saying, the devil you know versus the devil you don't, or the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Well, um, it's thought to be an Irish proverb that came from around the 1300s. And, um, you know, just depending on what um, outlet you read from, there's some variable or variations of that. However, let's just jump into um, its accuracy in your life, right? Is it applicable? Is it true? And I'm here to tell you that I believe that it is applicable and true in some areas of your life, but not in others. So I'll break that down real fast for you. Now, I think that let's look at the two main areas of your life where this might come up. I would say one is like career professionally, um, and the other is your love life or romance. So when it comes to work, right, your career, I say that this is definitely applicable. So easy for me to say. Um, and that um, if you have somebody in your work environment, right, and you've seen the devil in them, you've seen their scheming or you've seen the lies, et cetera, you kind of already know their playbook. So you can strategize and anticipate what their next moves might be based on what you've seen before, what they've done to you or what they're doing, right? You can keep your game face on, play it cool, anticipate where their next move is going to be, and know that they're not going to set you up to fail or to sabotage you or trap you or screw you out of anything. So you've got that going for you when it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Because let's say you have a new hire, right? And you don't know anything about this person except their resume. Everybody has their you know best face forward when they start, but it takes time to see what they're really about. And by the time you figure them out, they might have sabotaged you, um, screwed you out of, you know, your job. Who knows, right? Set you up to fail. So in a work environment, it definitely is applicable. All right. Now, with regards to your love life and romance, I say a big resounding hell no, it's not applicable. Okay. Because what happens is if you start to believe that, this gets back into something I call sunk cost fallacy. And the thing is with sunk cost fallacy is once you have enough time in a relationship and you've invested yourself, you're emotionally invested, you're getting something out of the relationship. There's some kind of a need being met. Okay. Now it might be an unhealthy relationship. Um, it might be a dysfunctional relationship. You might love the person more than they love you or vice versa. But instead of actually doing the right thing, which is to end the relationship, you stay in it because you've convinced yourself that this person is wonderful or you're going to change them or it's going to get better, you know, tomorrow, whatever. As soon as we talk about this, as soon as we talk about that, and then before you know it, months and years have passed and nothing has changed because you can't change people people change when they want to change. So when you have friends that are in relationships where they actually can communicate well with each other, they talk about problems, they work through it, and it makes them stronger, 
Those are healthy relationships, okay? They understand each other's boundaries. They know their uh, trigger points, you know, they know their hot buttons and they avoid it because they truly love them and respect them, okay? Now, if you're in the relationship where, you know, you're like, well, you know, they did this, they did that to me, but, you know, they're still there. You know, you might not say that, but that's really what your actions are showing. It's like if a person has uh, lied to you about big things, you know, not like little white lies to make you feel good or to try to do something to make the relationship better or something that was really insignificant and not a factor. Um, but like, um, you know, big ones, we all know the big ones in relationships and the person is still around because you kind of let them off the hook or you said, well, you know, we'll try again. Maybe part of it's my fault. Um, and you, and you're constantly singing their praises to your friends or family that know the bad, or if everyone around you is telling you, this is not a good fit, or this is not a good person, whatever it is, um, and you're sticking around and, and you, I find a lot of times you make excuses and you justify actions. So, oh, it's the devil I know versus the one I don't. I mean, what if I get back out on the market and there's somebody even worse? That could happen. It happens all the time. I was reading an article today about um, online dating. And that's how I met the love of my life, my um, girlfriend, my current girlfriend. Um, and it was uh, through online dating. And it was like magic from day one, you know, we're inseparable and she's my best friend and perfect for me. And she says that I am for her. And if I had not been online dating and I had times in my dating relationship where I had the sunk cost fallacy where I stuck around because, Oh, we're going to make it work. We're going to work through this, this and that and the other thing. And it's like, well, they're there and it's familiar and it's easy, or at least you think it's easy because um, you've already went through and had the first dates and the first fights and the whatever. And it's not perfect, but it's at least it's a warm body that's there. It's a pretty face. It's a whatever, or the sex is good or, you know, whatever, you know, people around me, my friends like her, whatever it is. Right. But there's something deep inside of you. If you're being honest with yourself, if you really stop yourself and listen to that still small voice, you know that you're not supposed to be with them and that they're not enough. They don't make you like completely happy and fulfilled, at least as far as the relationship is concerned. And you hang in there because at least it's somebody there. And that's where a lot of people make the mistake of not working on themselves, taking that time in between relationships or getting out of a toxic relationship and spending a little bit of time making yourself better, not just for you to be whole and complete and not needing a person, but a person complements your life. And if you're happy within yourself and you're living life on your terms, then you're going to be really happy when you find somebody that complements your lifestyle. Watch out for those devils. There's always two sides. There's a lot of gray in there, kids. All right. Like, share, subscribe. Hope you guys are doing well. Talk to you again soon.